0: If you've ever struggled with jealousy, you might use as your patron saint, Andrew. When there were four disciples that were chosen first, Simon called Peter and Andrew, James and John. But every time Jesus takes anyone with him, it's Peter, James, and John. Andrew gets left out. So if you've ever felt jealous or felt somehow slighted or somehow you were always the one ignored, maybe take Andrew as your patron saint, okay? I have no idea, but that's one of my questions to ask Andrew, hopefully. What was his thought during that time? Maybe he wasn't bothered by it all, but I gotta think he had to feel somewhat, you know, Why was one of the first ones? Why am I included? Anyway, that's my thought. But notice it said, Jesus took the three of them up on the top of the mountain to pray. It was in prayer that this happened. Remember the story in Luke's Gospel of Jesus' baptism by John? It wasn't until Jesus went aside and prayed that the voice from heaven spoke to him saying, you are my beloved son, you my favor rest on you. It was in prayer that Jesus heard that voice. And so it's also in prayer that this encounter with the presence of God is experienced by Peter and James and John. It was they were in prayer. But just like we will hear later, Peter, James and John had a hard time staying awake. It said they were asleep and then they woke up. Kind of just like the Garden of Gethsemane when Jesus said, pray for an hour while and he went aside to pray. He came back and found them asleep. Then when Judas came, they woke up. So anyway, they had a tendency or maybe a difficulty of just staying awake during prayer. Just maybe. But with what we hear in this gospel is what Peter, James, and John heard. This is my beloved son with whom, upon whom my favor rests. This is the one. He said, listen to him. And that's the message given to us this Sunday. Jesus is the one recognized by the Father, and this is the one to whom we are to listen. So I very much want to encourage you to go to this Gospel in chapter nine of Luke's Gospel and listen closely to what Jesus says. What he told them just before going up the mountain what the Son of Man had to suffer and be put to death and rise three days later. But then he also said, if you want to follow me, you must be willing to take up your cross each day and follow in my steps. So Jesus promised his followers that there would be a cross. There would be a challenge, a difficulty in life, not one that we want to embrace, but one that life presents to us. And that cross, maybe, is the part that we need to play in the saving work of Christ. That he is transforming the world to present it wholly to his heavenly father. And so maybe the grace of Christ is given to us and Christ working through us will overcome a little bit of the darkness, a little bit of the hold that sin might have over a part Of the world and the cross we might be carrying actually is a share in the suffering of Jesus himself through his love and his mercy transforms the sinfulness and darkness of our world that he might in a way embrace all of creation united in him and presented to his father in heaven so maybe that is what is behind the story of just um, listening to him. Then take the rest of the gospel because it seems like from then on Jesus does a lot of teaching of his disciples. There weren't many miracles that he worked after that but most of it is his teaching. So that is being faithful to his word from heaven. Listen to him and see what he is saying and speaking to us. But another dimension of this gospel that the church wants to hold out for us today is in the letter of Paul in the second reading, saying, uh, Our citizenship in heaven and from it we also wait a savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. He will change our lowly body to conform with his glorified body by the power that enables him to bring all things into subjection to himself. The story of Christ's glorification or transfiguration is really the destiny or the desire that God has for all of us. That one day we too might be glorified. We might be so transformed by the love of God that his love just radiates from our whole being. That's what the church is saying to us. Last Sunday we had temptations in the desert with Jesus trying to take into account what are the temptations that we face, and then to say yes to Christ, to listen to him and to follow him, will lead us to to share in the glorification of the body, that the body, our whole being, will radiate the love and the goodness of God through our union with Christ in his glorified body. So it's not just a story of what happened a long time ago is really the desire, the dream, you might say, that God has for each of us. It is his, his desire to glorify us, to make us one with him. God bless.